welcome to episode 17, season 3 of the Manic Podcast. My name is Liam, and sitting opposite me, through the powers of the internet, it's the lovely Tobias. I am lovely. How are you doing, lovely Tobias? I'm alright, I'm munching on some chocolate orange. He's having a good old munchy munch. Munchy munchy munchy. How are you? Something dawned upon me. Oh, something dawned. Who dawned? Well, it wasn't a person, more of a concept. Oh, concept me away. Really not got that much left of this season. We really don't. This is the ultimate episode. It's crept up on us like a attacker unseen from the shadows. Yeah. So season <laughs> three has entirely been through the internet. Ha- yeah. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. We keep falling back on the thing that film club didn't exist before lockdowns. True. It's, it's basically the new thing since sliced bread. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> We're going to be so confused when we actually do one of these back in person. No, I think this one will be fine. It's when we actually have to do a film club in person because we've never done it in person. I don't think we should. <laughs> I don't think. We... Considering film club originally was meant to be a YouTube idea. Yeah, yeah. We've already said that might transfer back over to that anyway at some point. Yeah. But oh. anyway, yeah, not long left. So, ooh, exciting times. I'll tell you what is exciting. What's that then? I've got a PlayStation 5. You have got a PlayStation 5. You're the gamer. I am. And I'm the one with the PlayStation 5. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I, I also, me, I also, no, I, I actually don't at all. I'm also not that jealous because one, I, one, I don't have the money, so it's fully out of my reach anyway. Yeah. And two, as I've said to you, for me, there's just not enough that is solely on that console to warrant me because i've already said when i do look to get one i'll sell off my playstation and some other stuff to try and towards it but at this point considering that most games that are being released on it are also being released on the other ones yeah. for example i've just well, finished it you're playing it resident evil village yes which for me right so it's the first game i the console came with two games i haven't opened the other one no i, I can't even tell you anything about it I put I put in actually more because everyone else was excited about it. <laughs> Resident Evil Village. Uh, yeah. I've never played a Resident Evil game before. That's fair. I mean, I hadn't until I played the last one, so number seven. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, no, because to be honest, none of the original games appealed to me because, as you said to me off cast, you were under the impression that they were all basically zombie games. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and that is what I felt. And some of the footage I'd seen of the early games felt too clunky, and I just didn't they didn't appeal. But then seven came out, and it was called Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Oh right, okay. And it they made a big thing of saying this was like a whole new format. With the same kind of overarching theme, but a brand new format and approach. So was it sort of like rebooting in a way? Kind of, because it, it was... All the other games had been a bit more open. So it was just like lots of things coming at you at once. And you had to just shoot a load of things down. Mm. But this one was very much... You were just in this big old house and had to work your way through it. Uh, there yeah. were lots of puzzles, and it was normally like there'd be one big enemy in an area that you had to kind of hide away, run away from, and hide, and outsmart. And then every now and then you get a, a couple of things until the classic end of game bit where there's like lots of things, too many things. But I really liked it; I really enjoyed it. So when they announced Village, I was unexpecting it. I just didn't know it was. I didn't know it was happening. Mm. And then they they did a new thing where it's the first proper game to directly carry on. From a previous game. For me, obviously, I am aware of the films. Yeah. 
well, which I don't know how related they are. I think any. they are so unrelated from what yeah, I've it's seen. just name, yeah. is it? It's name brand. I believe so. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the company, the umbrella company, like corporation that kind of runs all the labs and stuff. Yeah, is is the the cross, I believe. I um, this is the first time. Obviously, I'm still very early in the game, and you have now just completed it. Yeah, but this is the first time I think we've played the same game since Alien Isolation. Oh, yeah, and actually, I was thinking about this the other day as I was finishing it. Yeah. Um, I was playing the last sequence of it, and I was thinking, actually, it, ha- it has been quite interesting playing, going into the same game at the same time-ish. Mm-hmm. Because when we did it with Alien Isolation, we were playing it not that different pace. Yeah. Uh, you were ahead of me for a lot of it. Yeah. Um, but it was quite nice. It's the same as when you watch TV series along with each other. Yeah. You can go, yeah. oh, have you done that bit yet? Or yeah. have you seen this? And obviously with the game, it's the exact same, because you don't want to spoil things. Yeah. And that is the hardest thing for my because you you've said a couple of things like you explained to me that you died very quickly when very you quickly. came up against your first enemy. You're yeah. like, yeah, that zombie just came in, and I am in my head going, I know that that's a lichen, like a werewolf style enemy. But I didn't but know I'm that like, at that point. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. but the, the 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 nerd culture to go, uh, actually, that's a that's a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> but I was actually pleasantly surprised when I saw that it was a lichen. When I later, yeah, because. I did go into this expecting just zombies, so that's what I had the mentality of. But then, now that I'm in like the castle bit, I've just met a whole load of weird characters. Yeah. I, I will say for me, having just finished it and played through the whole game, the lichens are, for me, the nightmare of the game. Not because they're scary, difficult enemies. They're just irritating. They they are bullet sponges, and yeah. at least at least until you like fully upgrade things and unlock better weapons, it they are fully uh, bullet sponges, and uh, especially as you have to aim down your sight to really get a decent yeah. shot in on them. There's one which are in my head is an old man version of it because it's got like a bold head and it's slightly more grey, okay, but they yeah. kind of like duck. They kind of hunch and duck every now and then. And I'm like, I do not have, especially later on, I'm like, I do not have enough bullets to be wasting a single shot past your head because you want to <laughs> duck and dance to one side. <laughs> <of the manuel. coughs> um, sorry. I, um, well, obviously I said I died. Now I know it's lichen. Yeah. The first one I met, I died a few times. Yeah. Just because... Yes, I knew it was coming because I'd just been given a weapon and that's normally... It's a telltale. It's like, here, and, take this and also, weapon. We'll never use it. <laughs> whilst the sounds are always atmospheric, the music does sort of guide you to some things, some things about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Most games, I turn music off completely. Like, if it's a survival game where it's like free, free, just walk around, try not to die for a while. Like, you're on an island, try not to die or just explore this open continent. I Like Skyrim, for example. I turn off any music so it's just the sound effects as if you're actually there Uh-oh. for me that 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 kind of gets me into it i didn't with this and it does really shake you up yeah but the thing is so i died a few times there just while it's been a while since i've been in this sort of game so it was just a case of getting used to things i i didn't guard for ages and i went i should probably do that uh but then you get over that bit and then the next thing is loads of them on rooftops and I for that first one, I ended up not using the gun that much. I decided I could just kill it with my knife. 
oh gosh, I completely forgot where you are. Yes. Yes. So I was thinking you've just done that little bit, then there's a little bit of water run, but there's not. You no. you do that thing and then it's a lot of them very a quickly lot. that you yes. have to lose. Yes. And I didn't realise that going into it. I spent a lot of time wasting ammunition running around. And then eventually I... the big one kind of knocked me down and I was like, oh no, I've lost. And then it was like cutscene. I was like, you mean I've wasted all those bullets? Yeah. <laughs> but um... it does on purpose. It's very, it's planned. Oh, I've... There's been a lot of cutscenes. Uh, and I've, I generally enjoy them, uh, especially as I didn't want to spoil alert for anyone, by the way. Yeah. I didn't want the girl to fall into the fire. I, I was invested in keeping her alive. God. They go into, oh, I can never remember anyone's names. Uh, you know, there's like the safe place. There's like the church and the safe place. Remembering how early I am in the game. Oh, yeah. I forgot. And I, it, I, to and, be honest, I forgot uh, Louisa or Louise. Yeah, but she, well, not her, because it was, it was her house, but it was like Ellie or something. I can't remember. Her and her dad are the first yeah. characters you meet, and the dad then turns. Yeah. And we're going up, and there's all fire. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with the, plus the mad old woman. Um, but but you're now, now, you said you're now chained up somewhere, right? Yes. After doing what I can only describe as an horrific. Indiana Jones. Yeah, okay. That's what I was going to ask. You've done, you've done the, the run, basically. The run, yes. Yeah, Where the... <laughs> I, I did die a couple of times from the okay. roof coming down on me. Okay. Until I worked out that I could just hide around the corner. <laughs> yeah, okay. So now you're strung up, you survived that. You've had your cutscene where you've basically visually been introduced to your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. So you've you've met the Dimitrescu family. You've seen Miranda at the back. You've seen Heisenberg, Morel, and the weird I puppet know, lady. That's the name, yes. And the weird puppet lady, which is creepy. They're all creepy. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting. I was just expecting zombies. Yeah. I was oh, quite... This one does go all over. To be fair, remembering that I didn't know they were not zombies. Yeah. I did get very quickly to a point where. I was pretty certain that a zombie had a warhammer <laughs> or something, and it because it, it killed me in the chest. Going, hang on, <laughs> this zombie is different. <laughs> it is. It was like, hang on, they all seem to have a little kind of personality thing going on in different weapons, and yeah. this is not the zombie I'm used to. <laughs> but, but you're now in Dimitrescu Castle, yeah. which is is an interesting area. So you've met? No, you <laughs> no, not yet. I've met a fat guy in a caravan. Oh, yeah. You've met the Duke. Okay, cool. Yeah. You've met the merchant of the game. I didn't have enough money for anything. But, yeah. I had some, but not enough. He just kind of rolls out. He goes like... Yeah, yeah. He's the big question of the game. Everyone's like, who are you? Who is this dude? <laughs> um, yeah, Duke's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's a good game. I'm, and I'm, I'm glad you're playing it. And I will be following along every time you play six snippets. Yeah. Because I know what happens, and there are... I've, I've said to you that, for me, the lichens are a nightmare. There's another element of the game. I'm not going to give anything away. I'll just say the one word to you. One word, and the word is drill. That's all I'm going to say to you. Right. Drill. And and I. it's one of those things that when this element of the game becomes apparent to you, either you'll forget I've said the word drill, or you'll go, oh, this is what they were talking about. Oh, no. <laughs> because for me, that's an element that I was like, ah, with... Um, but I, I loved it. I finished it. I, I, it arrived here on the Tuesday and I sold it 
on the Saturday. <laughs> and I actually only played it in three sittings. I, I did it in, a, in 11 and a bit hours, and it's doable in nine and a bit. It's because I spent a lot of time exploring. I am slow. It's been so long since I've played this sort of game. Yeah. Because I'm not a gamer. And as, like, honestly, the last time I played this sort of game probably was I Alien Isolation. Yeah, actually, this is probably the closest. I mean, I'm not going to split it into an actual number that is accurate to this game in, like, chapters and stuff. But, mm. for example, say this, this game is split into ten sections. Mm-hmm. I genuinely did not die until, like, section eight. Okay. I Because I, I just... I play it on the standard, so not on easy, not on hard. On the basic, so you experience the game at a bit of difficulty, but you enjoy the story as well. I didn't die until, I'd say, in the last third of the game. But then it was like, I'm just going to die all over the place now. <laughs> well, actually, I was fine when it was just the one. But when I had all of them coming at me, yeah. um, I died to the point of the game suggested I made it easier. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I haven't yeah. experienced that. <laughs> I, di- I did, and I went... At first, I said no. Then I died a few more times and went, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, the thing is, there's no shame in playing it on an easier mode because if you get to the point where you are... Because the problem is, if you die a certain amount of time in any game, you get to the point where your mind starts stop trying properly because you're just annoyed. Mm-hmm. And then you won't enjoy the game anymore. You'll just I be like... Stop, stop, it. Stop. Because it's more the case of... I keep pressing the wrong button. Or I'm... I'm just getting used to playing games again on a console. I will say, the thing about these games, at least, is dying isn't anything to be ashamed of. Because actually, even your cannon fodder enemies, which are your basic lichens at this point, they're not easy. They are are tough. They do take a good wad of bullets, unless you can get perfect aim and stuff. And when they do get you, start trying to rip chunks out of you, it is... It's difficult. The most satisfying shot I've had was with a shotgun. Hey... Because that they probably go down on that one. Did you blow oh. up a head? I have blown up a head. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the first, because I, I had, the, you've had it. You've had the little pistol where you run around going, oh no, there's so many lichens. Oh no. Oh why, why, why are you taking ten bullets? I don't yeah. have that. I've only got twelve. Um, and then I, I picked up the shotgun, ran out of the door, was like, click, click, bang. Oh, the head exploded. I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I did have that. No, it's, it's, it's nice that you. There's a game. That, that you can play and actually now you've got a console we might be more on we might be we might we're more likely to discuss games more on the podcast yes because hopefully we'll be roughly playing the not everything the same because we have slightly we some similar stuff though generally we've got the same kind of taste and stuff generally yeah yeah um i do want to at some point play the mars Morales game i haven't got it yet obviously yeah uh i'm playing the resident evil i have got i've got it next to me it's it's a kid's thing it's overcooked. I'll play that. It came with a console. So. Yeah, you might as well play it. Um, well, to, to go back to something we mentioned before, yeah. we have mentioned before that I played the beta for the Avengers game and did yes. not like it. I have mentioned you offcast, but I'll do it on yes. here because we have spoken about it before. And yeah. I really didn't like it that much. I found it very uh, like clunky. I didn't like the fact that the only character I was dying as was the Hulk, which made no sense to me. Um, yeah. I, before I got the village, I it, it was added to the PlayStation Now, so I was playing it. And actually, I I was really enjoying it. Yes, it's very repetitive and it's still a little bit clunky. That's just... I know that the game actually wasn't a very big success. Um, yeah. It, it wasn't as well received as people hoped it was would be. But I, I did really enjoy it and I will probably go back to it. Okay. That's uh, that's, it's one of the things is I think it is on the pass, isn't it? Uh, yeah, completely. So, you, you... so I haven't signed up to the pass yet because I'm here for 
like a week or so and then i'm going away yeah. when i come back i'll probably be i think i'm gonna sign up for the year uh, financially it makes more sense because it's at the it's time you're whacking on go but yeah and it'd it be cool if you could find a way of, of getting village done before then do you know what i mean ideally yes because then you could be like you could just put it behind you and it, it, when you, I will say, it's one of those things that when you complete it, it does give you extras. You can go, you can say, play it again with extra perks. Or there's a bonus game that you can download when you complete it, which is just a completely different thing. Set, oh, okay. in, set, set in like the, some of the locations throughout the game, but it's like it sends you waves of enemies and you, you, you can see how many you can take out at a certain amount of times. Okay. Um, so there are things for replayability, but that's not for me. So that's why I sold it on. Um, Fair enough. Do we have anything else game-wise? I don't think we really do. Uh, no, because I'm not usually not there. <laughs> no. Um, no. So, yeah, um, Avengers I'm enjoying more this time around, so far. Yeah. So is that the game that you are playing now that you've dealt with Village? Oh, I, have, I haven't played any games since then, just right, because okay. I've only just finished Village, and um, I just, I'm not there yet. Um, I'm more likely to step into something more casual-like, uh, Call of Duty Warzone or Fallout. No, not Fallout. Um, Fortnite. Some of that is just more jump well, into a match, kill some people, jump out To be out fair, again. right, and we've had this conversation and I, I'm guessing I need to pass for it, do I? What's that? To get Fortnite? No, completely free. Complete. I don't even need to... How, so no. I could be playing that already? Completely. Yeah. Yeah, Fortnite is a free-to-play game, which means you don't even need the PlayStation Plus, which is the online membership. How do I get it, then? If you just go to the store so open yeah. up your, uh, and type in Fortnite... Like yeah. in the little search bar, the the main game will come up. Um, just download it; it's completely free. Is that all I have to do? Yeah, completely free. <laughs> completely free. When <laughs> when it starts up, yeah, it will say like start, and then it's got battle royale, and then there is another mode, which if you click on it, will say buy this for fifteen ninety nine. There is like a weird, terrible story thing to it, which nobody in the world really owns because that is not what the game is. Um, so, um. Yeah, you could totally be playing it because you you don't need online membership because it's a free to play game. Okay, well that is news to me. <laughs> and because... I think as soon as you got into Fortnite, you give me a ring. <laughs> Honestly, right? Depending on how late we are recording this. <laughs> um, yeah, because I mean the only because I'll put my phone on house party and chat to you while we play happily. Yeah. You know, until you get a, like a until you get an actual headset to plug into your controller that, with a little mic like like my one I game with, which is like these. But with I like mean, a I don't understand because I've got my controller here, and is that not a mic in there in in the controller? I don't know. I, I don't, think I will say that I don't know with the. the it's got button. a mic symbol which you can press. I think you find that's a mute button for for when you plug a head, headset into it. Oh, is that what that means? I, ima- I imagine uh, PS Five. Controller built in mic. Let's have a look. One of the sounds in the One of the standout features of the DualSense controller on the PS5 is its built-in microphone. It comes in handy for communicating in games if you don't have a headset. However, using this microphone comes with some drawbacks that you should know about. So basically, use it. But plug a, a headset in for some it some. I well, I've been doing that for atmospherics anyway. You need to for any yeah. game, especially something like Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that way I can talk. To, uh, in that case, I don't even need to house party it. We could just jump into a party in PlayStation. Cool. Brilliant. 
wonderful because yeah. I, I i haven't played anything since i finished resident evil oh let's wrap up this podcast come on <laughs> go, go, go. shall we go into a segment then all right which one i'm thinking the small one small one yeah come on what's the small one the small one you mean character battle yes you didn't know at that point did honestly, you? honestly it's the one that the title always escapes me because I'm sure we could think of a better title. Oh, character battle. I love that one. It's weird that it's not my favourite segment. <laughs> Fav- favourite title, least favourite segment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. So this is our penultimate episode of season three. And we have been doing our villains knockout rounds yeah. of who would win in a fight. Uh, this is our losers final so this is who becomes the who comes third, who gets the bronze medal in this championship. Um, so who's your character? My character, which I'm pulling out of thin air, yeah, <laughs> is Count Dracula. Count Dracula, the good old Count, will be going up against the T1000. Oh yeah, from Terminator Two. Blood versus machine. <laughs> yeah, it is. How are we going to suss this one out then? I don't know. I have realised that a lot of the combinations we've come up against in this season have been really difficult because they're so outmatched. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we've got magic versus an immortal. You both have abilities here. It's all right. I've decided for season four, we're just going to have Disney princesses against each other. <laughs> and that's what we're rating them on. I, well, actually, I've, seen, I've not seen the second Wreck-It Ralph. But I've seen the trailer, which involves Cinderella smashing her glass slipper to use to glass someone. <laughs> My money's already on her. It's in the end, it'll be her versus Mulan. I think that, <laughs> that's going to be how I it goes. I don't know. I think is Merida in that scene. I don't From know. Break. She's she outright kills stuff. You know. You know. Save it for season four. Save it for season. That is true. Four. Sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, spoilers are something that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, Right, well, the uh, thing is, this is difficult because obviously we've already said that the T-1000's got the advantage of being pretty much indestructible, realistically. Yes. Now, we did say, right, that Count Dracula lost because he was in the Matrix with Agent Smith. Oh. But this is the real world, essentially. So therefore, we know that the T-1000 can be destroyed. And also, he doesn't particularly have wood. So I the whole, a, I do. Yes. Are you about to say straight through the heart? Would I was. The problem is, does it have to be wood? Yes. Does it? Because I've seen a lot of versions where it's just a metal stake. Ah, uh, well, in what version are you talking about? Because as standard, it's meant to be a wooden stake. That can stake out Dracula. Literally, the first thing that's come up is a Reddit post called Do Steaks Need to Be Made Out of Wood? And what's the answer? Well, they say that for safety, just make it out of silver because then most things will get killed by it. And I don't disagree with the statement. Okay. Well, in <laughs> uh, that case, the T-1000 literally can make its hand into a steak. It's got it's, a permanent stake. It says here that the, the most popular answer is... Uh, my main question is: Is a silver legit? Is silver a legitimate different from vampires, or is it the werewolf exclusive? Uh, personally, I, I believe that a stake of any regards through the heart will kill a vampire. If it's a stake made out of a cross, it's more powerful, everlasting. Okay. Um, 
Well, the T1000 can morph shape because it's literally liquid metal. It can turn itself, it can make its arm, finger, whatever, into a stake. Um, it will have trouble if Dracula turns into a mist. But then also, I don't really know what Dracula can do as a mist. Liam has now taken up too much by reading about the stakes. I am. Right. So I'm going to read you this sentence. Um, yeah. So there are, there's two approaches that have been discussed generally about the stake situation of what it would it need to be made of. The first one is just the standard biological that any sharp item, whatever it's made of, through the heart will kill a vampire. But then there is the more law based description that um, a wooden stake in traditional vampire law is used to basically nail the vampire to its deathbed. It doesn't necessarily kill the vampire, but robs it of all its power and traps it within its coffin or grave, so long as the stake remains where it is. It's a later added thing traditionally that it outright kills them. All the versions I've known Yeah, the, the traditional is just... I think... It depends what side of the fence we settle on for the discussion here. If it is a case of a stake, any stake is going to kill them, then you're right. He could just go. We literally see it in the film. He yeah. stabs someone with a big old stake arm. Yeah. And also, what can Dracula do to. That is actually the real thing. Because he can't control him. He can't no. like, He can't sire him. No. Um, he has no real power there. Not really. He could turn into about a fly away, I guess. He can basically just prolong the fight. And I think once once term- the Terminator realises that it needs, if it does need to be wood, he'll just get some wood. Yeah. I don't think Dracula can win this. I don't think there is anyway. Not realistically. Alright then. T-1000 is just more powerful. Alright, so we've decided Dracula is out. And the T-1000 from Terminator 2 Judgment Day has become our bronze medalist in this year's character battle. Bronze medalist. Medalisto. So I'm watching a thing. Uh, I've told you off cast, but I think I should tell you on cast. Because it's a geeky podcast, so we should talk about something geeky. I like it. I have still only seen the first episode. Okay. But... uh, the Nevers has the Nevers. Now, it started in April, but I didn't know that. I missed the start of it, and I think it may all be out there now. Okay. Controversially, because uh, obviously, if you follow the story in the press, bad things. If you're a Joss Whedon fan, but we'll rush over that. Yeah. I've always liked Joss Whedon's work. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is one of my favourite things ever. Uh, so, and I had. For years, been going, I think what we need is a new series by Joss. Yeah. And here it is. Uh, He's not actually associated with it anymore, but at least the episode that I've seen is written and directed by him. Okay, cool. Uh, Basically, and it's got his hallmarks in it. Oh, actually, I say his hallmarks. It's not quite as quick-witted as I expect his stuff to be. Because okay. Buffy, Firefly, all that kind of stuff is normally very quick-witted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is very strong female leads, which he's always kind of gone for. Um, but yeah, so it's in ye olden days. In here. I kind days. of don't want to give a date because I'll, I'll give the wrong date. Um, basically, a lot of women 
have been given special abilities. Right, okay. Uh, like, our two main characters, one gets flashes of the future. Right, okay. Like, she'll suddenly imagine she's in the future, and then she snaps back, and then she knows that she'll get there. She doesn't okay. know how she'll get there, but she knows yeah. it's going to happen. And the person that she works with, she sort of, she can see, like, electricity. She can yeah. see how to make things work. Okay. Uh, you've got another girl who's, like, giant. I don't uh, Another girl who understands English, and she is English, but she speaks every other language. She can't speak English. Just everything else. Right, okay. Uh, it's got a big cast. It's got uh, James Norton, Pip Torrens, Nick Frost. Um, it's very English. I mean, and I think maybe that's why it doesn't feel quite like a Joss Whedon thing. Right, okay. Because obviously Joss Whedon's stuff is American. Yes, no, that makes uh, sense. But I said to you before, if, unless you have and you've just not said... I think you should give it a go. It's no, I haven't seen it yet, but it's one I have. I've seen the description of, and I've I've read through, and it does appeal. Yeah. And I would say, without knowing, because I have only seen episode one, looks like it's alien related. Oh, exciting! Maybe there's some. Well, I'll put it this way: there's something from the sky, and then then from the thing from the sky, things come out of that, and that appears to be what gives everyone abilities, but only right. seemingly the women. I think, unless I've misunderstood that. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that'll be the big twist that men are affected to. Well, no, the thing is, there's a, there's like a committee in it right. of all like very serious white men. Right. Who all, for some reason, have egg timers. Fair and like, you know, the sand timer things that you yeah. turn. So they're, they're all, and every now and then they'll have to turn it over. And I'm like, I don't get what that's about, but I presume I'm not meant to yet. That'll be like the observers from Fringe Row. They'll turn. Well, there'll be a whole series devoted to the, the term. No, I assume because most sci-fi or geeky things have their version of Men in Black. Yeah. And I wondered, is that what you are? That you seem too stuffy. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but I would like you to watch it just to see what you think of it because you like Joss Whedon stuff as well. I so do, I do. yeah, well, I'll definitely give it a chance. Yeah, but that's I think that's the newest thing. Okay. Although I think it's completely out there now. Uh I'm just a bit late to the Yeah. Show okay, well I'm, I'm gonna I will give it a chance, definitely. Now I'm gonna take your, your Joss Whedon link, because yeah. he's been in a bit of trouble lately. Yeah. And I'm gonna jump out of someone else who's been in a bit of trouble in the past who we actually quite like. Uh Kevin Spacey. Uh, Have you seen? He's going back into acting. No no I did not see this. He has got a role in a indie film. By Franco Nero, Franco Nero called The Man Who Drew God. Okay. And this is his basically step back in, attempt to back into acting since all the allegations came out, basically. Mm. Um, and I don't have a lot on it, just that general concept that that is a thing. Because we've said before that outside of the, the, the allegations of that, we, we, we like the work that he's been put, he's put I Well, actually, Kevin Spacey was one of my favourite yeah. actors. Yeah. Um, so... Now, obviously, we won't focus on the allegations. <laughs> well, no, actually, though, there is actually even a geeky link to the allegations. Because do you know who kickstarted it all? No, I actually don't. Because one actor basically is the person who came forward and said, look, this is what Kim Spacey did to me. Right. Uh, Anthony Rapp, who plays Stamets in Discovery. Ah. Oh. That was him. He's the one who stood up. and. Right, okay. Ah. Oh. 
That, yeah. is, that is a key link. Yeah, um, but no, I just thought it, it caught my eye. I thought it was interesting that he, he's now kind of attempting a comeback of some form. Yeah, and I had not heard that. That's interesting. And the fact that he has got a role suggests that that's he's got his foot in the door there. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll have yeah. to kind of keep our eye on it. Um, that's my first of two potential news stories. The second oh, one, right. I think, might interest you. You might have already heard of it. Because we've recently filmed a watch-along for our Patreon-exclusive mid-tiers and above on the Patreon. Yes, we did. And one of the suggestions of watching it was highlighted. Oh, no, yeah, I, I know this. And the yes. fact that they're Henry Cavill's in discussion to be one of the two lead roles. Yes. Yeah, well, and I know it's one. Uh, he's the one that would, like, Conor McLeod, as it were, um, who's Christopher Lambert in the version that right. I say Because the article, the article I just saw didn't have any confirmation of who. Well, it would, if you knew the film. I say, it's, yeah, I don't know the film. It, it's very much right. You've got Conor McLeod, who is played by uh, Christopher Lambert, and he's your main character. Right. He's a Scotsman who basically, he's immortal. Okay. Uh, but I think it's one of the things that you need to die to find out you're immortal. Uh, sort of thing, yeah. Uh, but he is kind of tutored by a character I can't actually remember the name of right now, but played by Sean Connery. Because the joke for fans of the film franchise is that you've got a Frenchman playing the Scottish lead, and then you've got a Scotsman playing an Egyptian Spaniard kind of thing. And it's just like, well, how did that happen? <laughs> but when you've got them, it, he, uh, Henry da- Cavill, Henry Cavill, David. David, uh, Henry Cavill could only really be Conor McLeod in that. He needs oh, to be the, the your main guy. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm actually quite... They've been talking about uh, a Highlander reboot for ages. I know... Around the like time, the thing I also said it was going to be a series. I didn't know that. It. Oh, I wouldn't want that. There's already been a series. Oh, has And actually, I never really bothered with the series because. Right. The thing is, Henry Cavill having done Witcher seems to be opting for a lot of the high quality. I would stuff. rather a film, if if given a choice. Right. So you've got. Well, actually, right. So Highlander, the first Highlander film, is one of my favourite films. Yeah. The second one, a lot of people hate Lowlander. No, no, it's called Highlander to the Quickening, I think. Oh, uh, but that's it, a terrible title. It, it totally ignores the first film whilst also being a sequel. It rewrites a lot. Oh, that's not. And, that's not right. Oh well, basically, right. The whole thing of uh, the Highland, well, the Immortals, is there's only a few, obviously. Okay. You can only kill them by decapitating them. Yeah. And the prize for being the last immortal is that you get to die. You actually get to age and live out a normal life. Yeah. Because it, it definitely is one of those films where it goes down the thing of the pain of being immortal is that everyone you know dies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and actually, there's quite a nice thing. I would like you to see... Highland, though we might do it as a. I think we probably will at some point. But there's like to give you an idea, you see Connor McLeod at one point in World War One, maybe I think, find this little girl and save this little girl. But then years later, she's like become like an old woman and now is like his secretary, sort of receptionist kind of thing. Yeah. And she's old, so he's having to care for her in a different sort of way. Um, but so you you know the prize is. You you get to age, okay, and then 
in the second film, there's many reasons why it's slightly absurd, and I won't get into that because that will just be a spoiler. Yeah. It decides that they're aliens. Ah, <laughs> I was like, cool. Uh, right, fine. And there's loads of stuff, but actually, I think there's a quirky charm to the second one that I, I go, you know what? I'm going to deal with it. Yeah. I often state Highlander 3, the source, as one of the worst films ever made. Ever. Wow. I hate it. I absolutely... I've watched it once. If if I if I do ever watch the franchise as a whole, then I'd watch it as part of it. Yeah, as, as uh, to be true. Yes, but otherwise there's no need for it to exist. Uh, then there's Highlander 4, which actually is when they did that classic thing of, let's combine the, the franchises and have the lead from the TV series meet the lead from the movie series right but that's very confusing because the whole thing of highlander is there can only be one right and to acknowledge it all <laughs> have two yeah which means well one of you wasn't ever the only highlander were you <laughs> ah. and it's just like you i don't think you maybe should have done this <laughs> but uh, yeah i kind of if if it's for a film totally up for it if it's a series uh, that means that's going to be quite a few hours of my time that I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. This is that's... a big name, though. Oh, yeah. And that's that's promising. And actually, I think... Yeah, I think Henry Cavill would work quite well for that, to be fair. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Originally, a few years ago when they were talking, they were looking at Ryan Reynolds. Uh, who actually possibly has too much charisma <laughs> for the part, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think Conor McLeod needs to be quite stoic. He doesn't need to say a lot. Right, okay. But Ryan Reynolds is at his best when he's talking. Yeah. I'll Whereas definitely. Henry Cavill can just look the piece. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, nah, yeah, that's good casting. I don't mind that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'll say, do you know what I'm in the, in the mood for? Dancing. Well, yeah, always. But I was thinking I'm more in the mood for something exclusive. Well, like patron exclusive. I mean, if you're offering. Oh, well, oh. I'm you because. Oh, I'm part of it. Yeah, you're part of it. I don't know okay. how to offer it. You're the one who does all the editing. <laughs> that is true. It's hard to offer. Are you I kind of need you to do it. Else Are you offering not... to take over the editing? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't know where to begin. <laughs> Neither do I very often. <laughs> I have no ears. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh, pretend you listen. Hey, I do sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Um, I listen when I edit. That's enough. Uh, I I listen when we talk out loud with our voices. <laughs> Ironically, I don't. <laughs> no, again, so I don't. So if you want to hear more of us not listening to the things we're saying, yeah. You could sign up to our Patreon for a, a low low fee of a, a minimum of one pound a month. Yeah, that's like cheaper chips. Cheap as chips. Yeah. Cheaper than chips, I think. Yeah, chips, chips are quite expensive now, I, I would are, think. Like are. a Freddo. Yeah. <laughs> or a 99p with a flake, which doesn't exist anymore. No, it's, it's like a one pound forty with a flake. Yeah, that's yeah. stupid. Doesn't work, does it? So yes. exclusive, yeah. <laughs> but if it was still called a 99, then it's then we're not cheaper than that. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so in a minute, I'm going to do a countdown, and then we're going to go into a lovely exclusive segment for the Patreon subscribers. But if you are one of the rabble who hasn't paid for that, you're going to hear a countdown and then a celebration about something that you haven't heard. Bring on the badger. Bring on the badger. Yeah. So you ready to get exclusive, Tobias? I'm, I'm telling you to bring on the badger, mate. <laughs> oh, I'm going to bring on that badger. You don't bring on the badger. The Bradger brings on you. The Bradger. The Bradger. That's his evil twin. Uh, <laughs> we should totally introduce him. <laughs> okay, yeah. so we're going to get exclusive in three, two, one. I love that Badger. I do as well. And you know what? A couple of episodes back, I thought he was getting too big for his boots. He got bigger boots. He's boot. got bigger boots. I mean, he's got and big boots now. That's not something anyone thinks of when they think of someone getting too big for their boots. I think just buy bigger <laughs> boots. Yeah. Shoes literally come in bigger sizes. Yeah. That's that the whole point in shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this week, you're not getting a badger fact. <laughs> you're getting a shoe fitting fact. <laughs> you know when you uh, get older and certain parts of you always grow, but other things stop? Yeah. You know how old people tend to shrink? Yeah. Do they have to get, get smaller, smaller shoes? shoes? Maybe. Because their their underwear gets bigger. I don't know if you've ever seen Old Man Pants. Such a weird conversation. Yeah, but the thing you know is, who, right, who I doesn't po- shrink about an old age? I should, I should point out, right, uh, my teenage years, my parents ran an old people's home. Right. And it's something to notice when you're watching Old Man Pants being washed. They're massive. Is that something you did a lot? Just watched it, or no? I like... didn't watch. I didn't watch it. It's just they mother, go out on the line. Mother, may I watch television tonight? No, Tobias, you're going to watch the washing machine go round and round, <laughs> and then you can go back to churning the milk in the garden. <laughs> we need butter. Okay, Mummy. <laughs> end up on a farm all of a sudden. <laughs> did you or did you not grow up on a farm? Yes, but at different points. <laughs> There was no churning uh, of butter. Wrong kind of farm. There was. It wasn't. Not. It was a dairy farm. Now I have, I have some options for you. Oh, I love an option. Would you like to talk about some potential films, right. some slightly less geeky but TV-related stuff, okay. or Disney Plus-themed elements? Well, what extremely annoys me is I had something I wanted to say, but you went into the last segment, and now I've forgotten what it was that I wanted to say. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Disney Plus segments. Okay. So this is, I've got a couple of things under this. Yeah. First one is, have you seen about David Batista talk about quitting Marvel because of the constant shirtless scenes as Drax? I, like, genuine. I thought that was a joke article. I have I, seen so many of these articles. I'm going to have to look it up because I generally thought they were jokes. Uh, I did as well until I started seeing them everywhere. I thought um, it was, but Drax is topless yeah and i'm hoping they are just a joke that's been taken because i haven't read all the articles i'm doing them from lots of headlines but i've seen so many of them uh i mean i haven't seen anything yet although uh, looking down i've just seen about the kevin spacey thing all right and completely different i've just seen that rick and morty releases a new trailer for season five. Oh well cool with which i now watch rick and morty so that's the thing yeah you do uh all right i'm gonna have Not to google my it. tv things huh was not one of my TV things, so we had Rick and Morty there for a moment. Oh, uh, facts. This this week we actually put Fortnite in naturally. Yeah, actually, yeah. Fortnite's not a very interesting tag nowadays. That's so last year. Just random 
random question, fact thing for you. Do you know, without checking, how old Dave Bautista is? How old he is? Yeah, just just off the top of your head, what do you think? 52. Have you seen it as a headline? No. Because that's unfortunate, because I saw his... Is he actually 52? He's 52, right. (laughs) And I saw that, and literally, because it has his date of birth, and it just says 52 in brackets. And then the first article that I've actually got to is, 52-year-old Dave Bautista says he's quitted Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, what? Uh, no, Jenny did not know. That was a random guess, and I thought that would be too old. Over Sheriff's scene. Um, I imagine it's a quote he's given, and something's been blown out of proportion. I'm going to be 54 years old by the time Guardian 3 comes out. Uh, the Shirtless thing is getting harder and harder for me. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to read on, because there are other things to take into account here. Guardians 3 is likely to be his last film anyway for a number of reasons. One, James Gunn has said it's the last film with this lot of Guardians. Yep. Uh, And also, a lot of people think that Drax is going to get killed off anyway. Okay, that's fair. The thing that made me chuckle about this whole thing was the fact that he was complaining about the topless stuff. What did he do before? He was a a wrestler. What do wrestlers wear? Not a lot. Just like... Trousers are bottom. Right. And realistically, he's a trained wrestler. Even The Rock still goes back to WWE now. Well, what he said reading that is it's more case of uh, he's going to be 54 and it's harder to look good, yeah. basically. Which I get. Yes, oh, sorry. no, I get. I just, it's just a headline that made me chuckle. Something else, um, MCU and actually still, well, not MCU, but Marvel esque. Yeah. Have you seen any of the trailers or footage for Modoc? I ha- well actually no I've seen TikToks talking about it. I have yeah. not seen these TikToks. I've only seen the trailer for it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? My thought is that from my point of view it looks terrible. I also think it looks terrible. But I've also seen that it looks like I've it's never a series that I've got into but Robot Chicken. It does look uh, like Robot Chicken. Yeah, but the thing is apparently it's playing into it and it's actually surprisingly deep. It realises that it's a ridiculous character with a ridiculous concept, but it leans into it and actually gets quite dark with the fact that he has a home life. You literally see him with his wife and having to deal with stuff. Because I will say, the villain of the Avengers video game is MODOK. MODOK's a big character. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But the problem is that the trailer, it does just look very bad for me. It, It does look bad, yes. Will I end up watching it with spare time? Maybe. Just to see like, if I have some... It won't be something I sit and watch. Um, the review I saw of it on TikTok, so it's a one-minute review, Yeah, actually sort of mini-sold it to me. All right. I had zero interest, and I've now got 2% interest. That's still interest. <laughs> that is that more interest you money than in I the have. Bank yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, no, I agree with you. My last kind of Disney Plus, something we've, we have discussed off-cast, yeah. it's worth a mention, the fact that Walking Dead is is going to be going for the UK. Disney yeah. Plus! Well, Fox went down, didn't it? The UK yeah. side of it. Um, and yeah, so Disney Plus have now got it. And Disney Plus is becoming less and less Disney-like. Yeah, my, my issue with it is, and I know it can't be helped because of the fox going down, not the fox. Yeah, the <laughs> That's fox. like an elder, have you seen the fox? <laughs> um, is the fact that it's basically putting it behind a paywall for, for people watch, who generally watch, who don't own it. Yeah. And that feels a bit cheeky to me. Yeah, to be fair. But also, 
not the show's fault. No, it's not the show's fault. It's it's a business side of that thing, but uh, it feels very unfair. To a, it does. To a lot it of does feel unfair. I would be annoyed if I wasn't in a position that I know I'm yeah. going to be fine watching it. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I was just thinking this is unfortunate. Um, in fact, I can tell you the one thing that makes me actually pleased about it because it really annoys me when I watch it on TV. That means that we get to watch episodes without adverts. Yeah. Yeah, be because good. actually, I because I started watching it without adverts. First yeah. five seasons didn't have to worry about adverts. Yeah, I watched I watched a load without adverts. Yeah, then, then caught up and watched it on telly. It's so much better without adverts, without that constant. Most things are because you have the momentum. Yes, I just uh, imagine how much more fun it would have been watching Carol try to catch a rat without breaks. That wasn't fun. <laughs> But without breaks. I am generally looking forward to it. Last season, I think they'll throw a lot at it. They will. Like, I mean, they've already said that the first episode is big. Is yeah. shocking. So I've, I said to you off cast, though, especially Scott Gimple, he says a lot of big, grandiose this stuff was, that um, doesn't pay off. Angela Kangler who said this. Yeah, she's more grounded. So I'm, I know, more, like, but I, I'm more inclined to believe it because it's the final series. All right, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with this. I'm worried that they're going to get rid of Negan. Yeah. Because how, how we know that... How Jeff... fight aliens with Rick? Actually, okay, right. What? <laughs> we discussed that on podcast, right? I honestly don't know. I don't think we did. Oh, I thought we did. I we thought that was a thing. I, think, I thought you told me about it. We discussed it. I didn't know. But I've read about it more since because it's got, like, the governor as a cyborg. Oh, it's got those in it, yeah. Yeah. But it was like a bonus. It was yeah. a bonus thing to an issue going and going, this is a present. Yeah. This isn't how, what the storyline is, but this is like an offshoot, and this is now all a sequel to it. Uh, we're never going to see that, but it would be great if we did see that. Yeah. Uh, but my worry is, Jeffrey Dean Morgan seems set to be in The Boys Season 3. Yeah. yeah and that's I- unfortunate. Says to me that Negan probably isn't going to make it all the way through all the episodes. But saying that, if it is the last season and he's going to be in the boys, it it, it could easily be in all of it. He could because That's how Walking Dead, you'll have a main character who doesn't appear for five episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um and then you've got other characters like Alden who just probably survives to the that. stupid end. And then we'll get the spin-off for Alden. I'm already annoyed at the mention of that. What? The, old, the old and dead. <laughs> but it'll be spelled O-L-D hyphen N. Old and dead. So like, like <laughs> um, so, but my my main... One of my thoughts about the whole Walking Dead being Disney Plus exclusive is yeah. this is at a, a time where a lot of entertainment providers are under scrutiny for only providing services to pay paywalls. HBO Max are doing it with films. Disney yeah. are doing it with some of their, and it's like Cruella's going to be premiered. Yeah. Um, even if I think Cruella is a terrible idea for a film, um, it, I just think it's unfortunate the timing of it when there is a lot of argument about things being put behind paywall to then put generally one of the TV's most popular current series. Just for its paywall. final season as well. Yeah. Although, because I haven't read this, does that mean the same for Fear the Walking Dead? I don't know about fear but they're adding the complete collection too that's that's all that's all good which i think is is nice because there's some of it i'd like to rewatch, but don't have to like i mean i've got all the dvds yeah but 
See, it isn't a problem for me because I know I've got access to it. Completely. Yeah. But yes, if I didn't, I would now be going, what am I meant to get Disney Plus just for this one thing? It does feel cheeky when, when it's not, it's just been on telly up till then. Yeah. But that's the problem when Disney's buying everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but sticking with Disney, and this might be something you're referencing, Loki comes out soon. Uh, no, I haven't. I've, I have no more for, for Disney. And actually, I don't know if you've noted it. Other people have noted it, and actually someone online got really excited about it. If you look at the posters for Loki, and basically the premise for the Loki series, it looks like Marvel is trying to make Doctor Who. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, and it, it kind of goes through a few but I also, But I do also think there are most concepts where you've got a lead character who travels through time to solve problems could be tough said it's doctor who ish yeah but it's very look- easy to say at a time you could say that um umbrella academy's company who literally go through time policing time that element is doctor who ish but the the thing what they're saying is if you look at the poster it's designed they literally have put it against doctor who posters yeah i, I have said even down to it's a british actor you know it's it, there's, there's maybe they'll lot- go actually maybe he is right for the doctor yeah. <laughs> This is basically one very big pilot for him to be the Doctor. Yeah. I did also see someone actually slating the Marvel series uh, for Disney+. Plus, But not in a, not that they don't like it, but they think that Marvel needs to change something. They're saying that actually the, the finales of the two series that we've had so far have felt a little bit anticlimactic. Yeah. I and they basically said it's because... They seem to... Marvel have their formula for films. Yeah. And that actually doesn't translate into the series. So they need to do something... They need the series to feel more like yeah. a, a series. No, I, I, I do. I get that. Yeah. I do get that completely. Um, I have nothing more to say about Disney Marvel stuff, to be honest. That's cool. Uh, what was one that you gave me three options? What were the other two? Uh, I've got TV, which is less geeky. And then just a couple of film mentions. Let's do TV because it seems more connected. Um, I'm actually going to mention one of these because it's not as geeky, but it is massive. Yeah. The Friends reunion. Yeah. I mean, Woo! this for us, it's this Thursday, right? Mm-hmm. Am I getting that right? This Thursday, eight yep. o'clock, Sky One. <laughs> I will not watch it live. I will be watching it live. Um, Maybe I will. I will be watching it live. Um. Yeah, um, we're going to watch it. We've, we've got a friend coming around as well to sit and watch because they don't have access to Sky One. Um, okay. So we're going we're gonna to watch that. Um, it's exciting because, you know, it's, it's something that people have been asking for pretty much for years. I tell you what, because I've been seeing clips. It looks yeah. fun, but at the same, two things. One, I still wish it was a natural episode. I wish it was like a continuation, not them talking about the stuff. The problem is... I do agree with you on the concept of that. It would be nice to see that. Mm. But that can also undermine and ruin the classicsness. Oh, it could. Because what I have also noticed is it's actually quite upsetting to see them all older. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, I think I actually they... think Matt LeBlanc doesn't look right. <laughs> you know what? No, I actually think Matt LeBlanc looks fine when you see him isolated. Like, just him on a chat show. Fine. Yeah. You got used to the fact that he's grey now and all this kind of stuff. But actually, when you put all six together, and because what they seem to have done is it looks like that they're going to be recreating certain scenes. Yeah. And that will be fun, 
but it's just highlights. <laughs> I think that um, Schwimmer is looking. You can tell his age hasn't necessarily not not saying he's aged badly, but you can really it's really you can really see. I uh, I actually oddly I think the person who's come out of it best is probably Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, because I think she's changed the least because yeah. Courtney Cox has had so much work done and not to the best. Um, all all three men look tired. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Like they do. They look like their yeah. their kid has just gone. Dad, come do this with me for a bit. Come and on. we do know that Matthew Perry went through drugs problems and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but on the whole, it's it's something to be excited for. Mm. It is, and definitely. And I know that there's a lot of guest stars involved. Yeah, um, I saw a big hoo ha because people were getting annoyed that Paul Rudd wasn't involved. Okay, but I I also say, how do you know he's not involved? Well. Well, it's been filmed, so I guess... I know, but I'm saying they, there's no way they've announced every person. No, but I will say, right, two things. One, out of a lot of those guest stars back then, he's actually still constantly working. True. He, he's True. also, I don't know if they've started yet, but he has got an Ant-Man film coming soon. True. Uh, but actually, he has openly said he didn't like being on Friends. Ah. Uh, uh, he actually said that he always felt if you weren't one of the main six, you were a prop. I get that. It's a long-running thing with just a set cast. Yeah, so it wasn't... I don't think he hates, hated it. But it's not. Yeah, no. that makes sense. Yeah, he has, he has bad mouthed. Well, he hasn't moaned about a particular person. He said it was more like, you were the main six or you weren't. It was yeah. that kind of that's, thing. That's fair, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, whereas I know that they have Tom Selleck. He's going to be in it. Yeah, and that's good because I remember them talking about whenever Tom Selleck appeared, they had to stop recording because of the hoo ha. Because so many people loved him. Yeah, and it was like the applause would just be massive, and they couldn't get on with the scenes. Yeah, it makes sense. It sounds yeah. a big name, but it's it's exciting news. It's been a long time coming. Yes, I hope it, it lives up to some of the hype. I think it will, and actually, probably this might be why they're smart in having not done a new episode because i actually don't think as much as i'd want to see it it wouldn't live up to the hype no it wouldn't but actually them just getting back together is enough probably yeah also the problem with doing a like a special one-off episode yeah. is nowadays people will just go well let's just do another series yeah and the problem is i don't want that I do not. I don't want another series of Friends. It ended the way it ended. They are all too old now, visually. I just yeah. don't think it'd be the same. Plus, well, actually, plus we didn't see half their kids for the last few seasons anyway. Uh, no. <laughs> we'd ha oh, that's what we'd have to do. That we do Fuller House, where we just do their kids. <laughs> actually, you know what? If they could get back, what's his face, Cole Sprouse? Well, yeah. I bet that would work. Yeah. Uh, but I think. There, there has been a trend recently for old shows to come back. Yeah. Uh, I never really watched Will and Grace, so that wasn't a, an issue no, for I, me. I, I didn't either. But obviously they... And this is the thing that you've got to be careful about. Obviously, they, Roseanne came back. And then they lost Roseanne because she was politically incorrect. Got fired from her own show. That's the problem. And now it's become the classic. Comics. You bring back a, pl a classic... 
Yeah. And you, you risk losing the, the classic side of it. Yeah, because if you brought back all six friends, it would have to be all six friends. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it would be like you couldn't get to a certain point and then Jennifer Hansen go, well, actually, I've still got a movie career, so I'll, uh, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> hey, Tobias. Yeah. Fancy doing a segment? Could it be my favourite segment? Well, as it's the only one left. I knew you were going to say that. Coffee couch. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this season we have been casting Lord of the Rings as if it was to be cast today. Uh, this is the penultimate episode, only two more characters that we are going to cast. And uh, this one is the last of the four hobbits. It's the fat little hobbit. It is Samwise Gamgee. Samwise Gamgee. Right. Um, yeah, so previously played by... I forgot, it's Sean Austin. That's his name. I was like, who played him? Uh, Sean Austin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can tell Very you... Very well done. Classic role. Well, it's actually... Right, so it's my girlfriend's favourite character. In okay. The um, I get that, though, because he's basically the unsigned hero of the film. I tell you what... Well, honestly, right, he's way better than Frodo. <laughs> Frodo we, sucks in comparison to We said this in one of Sam. our last episodes of something. I can't remember if it was yeah. the film club or if it was the main episode, that it's a prime example of your side character doing all the work. Yeah. Actually, 100%. you know, there's a point where he takes the ring, doesn't he? Yeah, because Frodo can't be trusted. Yeah. And he basically then just goes, ego, it's back. He doesn't go to go, oh, my precious. He's just like, you know what? Should have just given it to Sam. It's because it shows that that he's got that resilience. Yeah. He, he's strong-hearted enough to not need it. And it's very interesting for me because I'm currently watching The Hobbit films with my daughter for the oh, first yeah, yeah. time. And we're doing it chronological. So yes. we're doing The Hobbit films first. Yeah. And we've, we've, literally, the day or so, we watched The Desolation of Smaug. All right, cool. Um, so we've just got The Five Armies to watch now and then we're going to do yeah. the fellowship and i will say for the first film i forgot how much i liked the golem scene yeah and my daughter is obsessed with him to the point of she's caught she's i will say my partner does not like these films she doesn't like all the rings she doesn't like hobbit um i know it's a it's a wonder i'm still gonna marry her but <laughs> um so it's much to her horror that out of nowhere we'll be sitting doing nothing and my sister my, my sister my daughter we're in norfolk <laughs> my daughter will just burst into a golem impression um, and i will say it's not a good golem impression it sounds a little bit like golem if he was voiced by steve buscemi but um, <laughs> <laughs> um but she will do it because she, she she does really like the films okay um so yes sam wise gamgee now i will say i only have one i have two so i would suggest you go first and i'll, I'll you can sandwich oh, my no, i'm thinking maybe if you've only got one, you should go first, just in case one of mine is yours. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll happily go. I, I, only normally, have to... I will say we always put out four, so I'm now definitely Actually, trying to think. No, I'm going to put a second one forward. It's the one It's the one that I think is too old, but I did think of the person because actually when I started watching the thing that I saw them in, they were younger. <laughs> so okay. I'm, I'm going, in the world we live in, they see you are younger all the time. Yeah. So, but first of all, I'm going to put forward the person who, when we said all the rings, I just went, this person for me will be Samwise. I've put John Bradley down. Oh, that's one of mine. Good times. There you go. But he even plays a Sam. He, he does. Plays, he plays a that, Sam. He plays Sam Tarly, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, it's obviously, just, I, yeah. It's just, I just think it's perfect casting, to be honest. 
It actually is perfect casting. It is. Would... A, it's it's a good casting. I sat and looked for so many actors while we were prepping this, yeah. and I just I, I was looking at them. And the thing is, Sam, there's not really a single point in the film where I think badly of Sam, really. Right. I have got someone else. Then I'm going to add another one. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah. So I've got an, I've got another option come into my head now. Okay. All right. Uh, cool. Right. So we actually you you put that up, but I also had so John Bradley's both of us. Choice, yeah. really. Already thinking, hope you win. To be honest, I'm confident enough that I don't think I'm going to put another one forward. <laughs> uh, we need four options. We all have. Okay, it, I'll put this other one forward. It will frustrate me if we don't I'll have put this other one forward. I mean, he's wrong, and if he wins, it's terrible. All he's right, not wrong. But... Like, now he's wrong. All right, right, so we both put John Bradley in, yeah. really. Uh, both of mine are wrong for different reasons. Okay. So I'm going to put in, right, I don't know if I said this on cast or not, but no, I've joked all along who I was going to put in for Samwise, so I don't care. I'm going to put in James Corden. I'm going to do it. I don't care. It happened. That's the thing. I, he's in everything. He's he's hosting the Friends reunion. He is actually. He is. That's <laughs> an odd, that's an odd choice. That's I don't know because he's big. He's big in America. Yeah. But he's big, and that's what you want from a fat little hobbit. So that's you know, and actually, he is quite popular in America. Yes. And actually, he's not a bad actor. To to be fair to him, I don't think. No. He may not be the best actor, but he's not. No, he's not. He's definitely not the worst actor. He, I've seen him in some stuff I've actually really enjoyed. Um. Yeah. Uh, History Boys. I like. Okay. So he. Yeah. I agree with it. He, he, that he's your choice. That might be a slightly wrong for the role. But yeah. Do. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm pushing forward an actor from. Grey's Anatomy. Oh, God. <laughs> now, <clears throat> pardon me. I will say, the person I'm putting forward, when I thought of, I was picturing how they are when they're first in the, the, in the series, the first couple of seasons. Okay. They've just finished the 17th season. This character's not with the series anymore. Right. I'm putting the actor T.R. Knight. I have no idea. I'm going to... plays a character called George O'Malley. Now, what I would say to you is Google George O'Malley or, or T.R. Uh, Knight, yeah? Yeah. Now he looks a little bit older. But if you then Google him at season one, I think you'll see what I mean. Yeah, no. Season one. Do you see uh, what I mean? He's got that, and actually, I will say, so, yeah. he, I, I actually think he is one of the best actors in the early seasons. All right. He is, a, he is a bit, he has some of the, for me, in the early season, some of the most serious s- scenes, but also he is one of the, he's almost like your comic relief at times, which I think okay. works really well for Sam. But but the problem is he's 48 now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we know that television loves to de-age people. Yeah. There's, right. a whole, there's a whole issue with de-aging at the moment with the Jeremy Hansen film. So. Oh, yeah. Because Ben Platt is playing it, but and everyone's against the idea, despite the fact that he originated the role and is still perfect for the role. Yeah, musical. Right, I'm gonna add the last actor that who I actually only thought of the other minute when we had both put up the same actor. Yeah, this person has actually lost weight. Right, which doesn't work for Fat Little Hobbit, but might actually work to who we've cast already. Right. So, I'm going to go for Jacob Battleon, who plays Ned Leeds 
in the Spider-Man films in the MCU. Okay, I don't need to search that. I know who that is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, literally to someone. He is essentially the fat little hobbit friend of Spider-Man. Yeah. No, yeah, I could. I see <laughs> that, yeah. I, I can't that... speak for... I can't personally speak for acting ability because I really don't think Ned is given any time for acting so far. No. But, but we might see it in the next one. <laughs> well, rumours are he's going to become the Hobgoblin, so... Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Because Ned Leeds in the comics becomes Hobgoblin yeah. and Jacob Battle has lost weight. And yeah. it seems like, are they prepping him? Is he, is he Actually, on he's his got on the Marvel diet? diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's, that's the thing. So, yeah. we've got our four actors there. John Bradley is clearly the one that we've both gone perfect. Yeah. Which means the public won't go for that. No, uh, I put forward James, James Gordon and will regret it, but at the same time, find that highly amusing. I've, I've gone for I've, uh, Jacob Battleon yeah. and you've gone for TR Knight. Yeah, as I said, now realistically, he is too old for the role. Yeah. But back in season one and two and like three or four ish kind of times, I think he would have ideally been perfect. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Well, thus concludes with a poll on Twitter when we get to it. Perfect. <laughs> Casting couches. Casting. Now I have oh. I have one more category that I was going to mention. Oh, before um, we get there, that's movies. Yeah. yeah. Can I yeah. just say one more thing from a TV point of view? Yeah. Just because I wanted to get out, and I don't think I've mentioned it on any of our podcasts yet. Kevin Smith, who's like does Dogma and yeah. Jay Silent Bob, he has created a sequel series to one of my retro favorite series growing up. Animated He-Man, Master of the Universe. I did see something about that. Yeah, and I'm actually quite excited because it looks like a decent, upgraded... It looks like a fan has made it. And I That's think, good. But in a good way. You know, in a, like, oh, actually, you respect the source material. Okay. Instead yeah. of trying to change everything, you've kind of gone, well, let's take what we loved and make it now. Yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm up for that. That's perfect. Well, you know what? That kind of gives me the perfect segue because that you're saying that's a fan who looks like a fan made basically. Well, it looks like it's real, but you you know because Kevin Smith is a oh yeah a geek yeah you know it's, so... a, it's a hardcore fan element basically who would know yes. the source material. Okay, and I'm going the same way because I saw the trailer for Spiral lately. Oh yeah yeah yeah, and obviously that is um, Chris Rock, Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris who Rock. is hardcore fan of the Saw films. Yes, but. When I heard that he was making it, I was like, it makes you doubt it, doesn't it? But I saw the yeah. trailer, and actually, I think it looks pretty good. I haven't seen the trailer, but I've seen a lot of positive yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I saw the trailer for it. Yeah, no, I watched, the trailer. I watched the uh, trailer for it, and actually, I think it looks really good. How is he? Because he has a voice that doesn't strike me. No, I actually think, because he is quite heavy in the trailer, obviously. Mm. I think he's going to be all right, actually. Because um, you know anything about it? No, I kind of... Honestly, I felt like... Because he was going to be in it, yeah. I thought, is it going to be a parody? My question is, but, are you, will you watch the trailer? I will watch the trailer, Okay, yes. cool. That, in that case, I have no problem saying because I'm not spoiling any of the trailer. Um, it looks like it's going to be... The whole point is, the, the, the jigsaw thing is done and gone, put to rest, then sometime later a copycat killer emerges. Of course. Who's, who's idolised and is doing Jigsaw-esque things 
but with with no logic to them. Okay, yeah. And it's just kind of causing a mess. And I think they've done that classic thing. I think Chris Rock's character has a connection. Oh, it's, it's his dad. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson's his dad. Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson is Chris Rock's dad in it. And is, okay. I think, a detective who was investigating maybe the Jigsaw or the copycat killer earlier on. Right. And, Almost comes out of retirement or something to help out, and okay. there is a, there is a, I'm pretty sure there was a snapshot of Samuel L. in a trap. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, and I will say actually, the trailer does look good. I think it looks like it. I I, I don't know if it will live up to Saw levels of good, but it does. Look I, well, good. to be fair, Saw as a franchise wavered as the more they went on. But I've kind of meant as a general. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw is quite steadfast in the horror genre. Yeah. Um, but no, actually I think it does look quite good. I'm I'm interested in it. Nice. Um, nice. yeah, I don't really have much else to talk about. They're making a hocus pocus too, they've confirmed it. Have they not re- yeah, that's been on. They've been talking about it for years. Yeah. Bet Midler's been pushing for it since pretty much they finished the first one. But it was <laughs> always like said no, we're not gonna do it. But no, they've confirmed they're doing it now. Yeah. Which is fun. I like Hocus Pocus. The only other thing I was going to mention briefly was the fact that I watched the trailer for Forever Purge. Oh, what's that like? Well, it looks like it's... I think it's going to be the the cap, the close-off. And it's literally the idea of the purge ends and a load of people kind of realise, why are we ending this? Let's just keep going. I have now... I've seen three of the purges. I have. You've seen more than I have, I can tell you that. I haven't watched the TV series at all. Neither have I, which actually is the one I think looks all right. Um, I really like, in a sort of not liking way, the first one. Oh, I like the first just, one. Just because I believe that's something that would happen. The first one I like because it does. it's classic, it's original in the concept. Yeah. And the way it's done isn't gimmicky. The second one was a bit, okay, they get caught on the way, they have a breakdown, they have to get home, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then I saw the trailer for, is it Anarchy, the next one? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Which, I, and I will say I will watch it, because I do actually like the Purge as a concept, but I do think it's a very limited concept. Oh, no, I'm wondering if Anarchy is the second one. It might be. Oh, it is it be. the first Purge? The third one, the third, the, the th- no, the first Purge is like the fourth one. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't watched the fourth one because there's 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 anarchy, which is also kind of political. There's like an there's like a political element in there as well, isn't there? Well, yeah, the whole thing sort of is political, but, but yeah. But um, the Forever Purge it ends, and then a masked street gang esque kind of group emerge who carry on purging. Uh-huh. But it looks like it's following a certain group of people who kind of yeah, get yeah, yeah. entangled around them. Um, it doesn't look terrible, but it kind of raised the question of when do you stop a, a series? Yeah. <laughs> because it is a, and I will say, the series that's on Amazon, I will watch something because I think that... I th- actually think The Purge would have made a good TV series without films because you could have done Maybe. things over a concept of time. From my point of view, though, right, and it's only really the first film that taps into it for me, I think... Right, do you not... There's always a danger when you're on the street anyway. Yeah. But what I think is the thing about that first one is they come into the home. Yeah, the whole point is the rich people lock down. Yes. And it's like the fact that you're not safe in your own home, that's more frightening than being out on the street where it is kind of frightening anyway. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Th- th- I mean, I-, I do think this is a series that should have ended, but the trailer for Forever Purge had elements that I kind of liked, like the reveal of this gang I found interesting because it was like this this woman, it was like packing her kid into a car and then some a guy came up with this mask behind with like a, a weapon and she was like, God, did you not hear that? Did you not hear the, the klaxon? You know, the, the purge is done, it's over. And the, the guy was like, why? Why should we stop? And it is something I always ask myself. Realistically, yeah, the logic yeah. of dealing with it, just going, well, everyone's now illegal again. It's like, why? And yeah, it's interesting, but I think if this isn't the last film, they will really be flogging. Yeah, but it's that I reckon they're probably not expensive to make. In film terms. I don't know because actually some of the, the like they get more like explodey and maybe, visual. but I don't think there's that much CGI involved. No, no, there, it's quite practical, but I it don't... does look very location based, which is not normally very expensive. Expensive, but also actually, you think about it, especially in America, a lot of those scenes could be done on uh, the backstage lot. Uh, it's true that is true that is true yeah they could i'm not saying they are i no, don't no, no. i don't know but i i reckon in the scheme of how much movies cost well when you I, look at the quite easy to you turn look at out. the fact that the tv series lord of the rings that's coming is meant to be one of the most expensive ever made oh yeah way too much way too much money it's crazy isn't it yeah but then to be fair the most at the moment until that comes out is the crown the crown oh, which the i moment. don't understand I think it must be the recreation of like Buckingham Palace. I think yeah. it must, and also I take it. Just have a word with old Lizzie; she'll be fine with it. Just say pop in, film the series, give yeah. her a give her a producing credit. She'll love it. <laughs> she'll love it. Give her one of those. <coughs> you know what? Let her be the one who does the little clapperboard. She'll be in. Actually, right. Little have one of the old-fashioned codes. You haven't watched The Crown, have you? No, and actually, it's something I've added to my list because it's something I well, think I will be interested in. I really like it. But what you do learn quite early on, it was actually uh, Philip who brought in the TV. He's the one who convinced the royals to do the the online, not the online, the the on-screen things. Yeah. Because he thought this is what we need to do as the royals. Right. So I, it's actually, I don't think she was ever a fan of the idea. I don't think she ever likes the, the TV aspect. She wants to yeah. keep it all private if she could. That's I mean, I get it, though. Yeah. When you're a family like that, that are always in the spotlight, it's probably good to have privacy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I have nothing else left to discuss. I've thrown away my bit of paper. Oh, well, that's that's a big statement. Do you have anything uh, you wish to mention? No, one more episode after this. One final episode. Of season three. Oh, yeah, yeah, not like, like one. Oh. Episode. No. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't. There probably could be because obviously this is topical and I'm now trying to think of anything topical all of a sudden going what's big what what haven't we covered still haven't watched Star Wars Bad Batch haven't I um I'm just having a quick quick look at any movie news to see if there's something I've missed uh, I'm I'm literally uh Titans is on the way back now that's yeah. kind of been given I will its be watching Army of the Dead in the next day or so Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't know if I will in that time, but I probably will watch it. 
Because there's been a lot of press about it. it has. That's another day uh, with Batista. <laughs> okay, I can tell you, because you've, you've mentioned Spiral. Uh, it's the number one film in America, and it's kept on. I its did see week. it was doing very well. I did yeah. see it was doing very well. Yeah. Um. Do do Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Just trying to think, because there was something. I know that there was something that. Oh, did you ever watch Luther? Uh, yes. I don't know if I saw the very last bit of it, but they're looking well, at a movie, aren't they? They start filming in September. Yes. Okay, um, I like the first season of Luther. I struggled with the second season, but I did. I do like it. I I'm quite a fan. Yeah, although they knew that the movie was coming, and spoiler alert, they killed off quite an important character who I thought you would have surely wanted to keep them for a movie. <laughs> but we're, uh, they definitely killed them off, though. Uh, they definitely. Um, off. I would say eighty percent certain that that was a. That's quite a lot of wiggle room, Tobias. That's a 20% yes. wiggle room. No, no, that is because I reckon it's the sort of character you could bring back in as a hallucination. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Or, but you, I would have thought you would have wanted them as proper plot, not just yeah. fit them in because My you can. I can't. How, many, how much is there of Luther? Four seasons? Four. I, I, I don't know four. if I've even seen the latest season. I don't know if I have. I feel like I have. I have because I was late to it. Then I binge watched. Then the next thing came up. I I know that I definitely haven't seen the latest add-ons of Sherlock. I know I haven't seen those. Really? Yeah, because I they came out as as a man expressed interest. Watched the first one, never watched anymore, and I kind of held on hope that she'd watch the rest of them. That's a pattern. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Um, Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) When oh. this episode goes live, oh. Oh. I'm not sure where I was going with that. Uh, okay, so, yes, I do. yes, I do. When this episode goes live, you'll be able to keep up to date with it over on our Twitter. So there'll be a poll on there about our um, casting choices where you can decide who you think is the best option or add your own. We invite you to do that. Um, yeah. Tobias will put that out when the episode goes live over yeah. on our Twitter, which is at the manic with two N's. Very yeah. important. Other than Twitter, we also have our Patreon, which we've briefly mentioned to you. One pound a month, lots of exclusive content, multiple tiers with different prices. But for one pound, you get access to our Discord server, where really? we do lots it's, of social stuffs. It's where it's at, people. It's where it's at. It's where the subtle underrated party is. <laughs> what? It's a subtle, I, underrated party. It's the party. Oh, I thought you said underrated party. Then I went underrated no. party. <laughs> underrated, underrated. That was <laughs> <laughs> very different kind of thing. I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, um, the link to all of our social medias, so the the Instagrams, the Twitters, the Tumblers, the Patreons, and other platforms to listen to the podcast, will be in the description below. Other than that, Tobias, I think yeah. it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, people. Goodbye. We will see you for the final episode next time. Stay safe and stay manic. <laughs>